0: on Local Now, Channel 525. It's time once again for another look into God's infallible book as we welcome you to another broadcast of The Riches of Grace. This program is the radio voice of Grace School of the Bible and is brought to you by Christian people who believe the Bible to be the Word of God and who appreciate its power and authority. At the heart of our ministry is the desire to help you appreciate and rejoice in the riches of God's grace to us in Christ. That's why we call this program The Riches of Grace. We're happy you've tuned our way today and trust that our time together will prove a real blessing as we continue with a series of studies designed to help you understand and enjoy the Bible. My name is Alex Kurz, and it's my privilege to invite you to join us as Richard Jordan, president of Grace School of the Bible, brings us another message from the Word of God. Thank you, Alex, and it is, my friend, my pleasure to uh, welcome you uh, to our study together today. We want to uh, tell you that it's just a wonderful joy to be able to to meet with you week after week right here at this time on this fine radio station and and look into God's Word uh, together. And I trust that you're making a habit not just to be with us, but to be with us with your Bible. Uh, maybe you're driving in an automobile and you can't get a Bible out and study with us because you're driving, but you can listen carefully and and either make a mental note or maybe have someone in the car make a physical note of the verses that we go over and, and remember these verses and, and look at them. It's really uh, it's really valuable to open God's Word and to look at the verses and let the verses, in the, uh, the way they're written on the page in your Bible, have an impact in your life. I was listening to a, a radio program just a couple of days ago of a, uh, a man who has a, a question-and-answer program. People call in and ask him questions, and there's a lady called in, and she was arguing with him uh, about a particular issue. And she, she was saying, but the Bible says, and she was quoting or thought she was quoting the Bible. And what she really was doing was she was she was blending together three verses of Scripture from three different places in the Bible, three different contexts, three different meanings, and blending them together in one verse. And finally, uh, this fellow that was answering the question asked in frustration, well, ma'am, could you show me that verse in the Bible? And she says, well, I don't know where it is, but I know it's in there. And she just argued and she was bound to determine to be right and you know how you know you guys know how it is when a lady's going to be right she's going to be right for you and the guy was lost he, he, he didn't have a he didn't have a prayer why because the verse wasn't in the Bible now you can believe whatever you want to believe but if you don't honestly handle God's word, Well, then you can't say that what you believe is what God's Word says. And if you can't even point to the verse in the Word of God, well, then uh, obviously it's not your faith resting on an understanding of God's Word that's motivating you. It's real important, it's real helpful to be able to look at God's Word, get the get the verse in front of you. Now, we've been looking uh, the last couple of weeks, and we're going to continue today, at, at the statements that Paul makes with regard to, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. Now, if you're not going to be ignorant, if you're not going to be a part of the world's largest denomination, ignorant brethren, then you better get a Bible and be able to, to look at the verses on the page in the Bible. And these six times that the Apostle Paul says, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. These 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 six areas of information, now, you understand, he, he's writing to believers, and he's not going to talk about the, the so-called fundamentals of the faith here. He's not going to be talking about the historic Christian position on certain doctrines and orthodox christian truth of the foundational issues uh, of you know the the bible being the word of god and and god being a trinity and jesus being the virgin born son of god who went to Calvary and died vicariously for us and was raised again bodily from the dead these folks that he's talking to are beyond that they already have the fundamentals of christian uh, doctrine down paul zeroes in on six specific areas that as believers, we don't need to be ignorant of. In fact, we, we don't dare be ignorant of. Six specific areas that he takes special notice, because these areas are are special focuses of the satanic policy of evil against members of the body of Christ, against your spiritual life. And if he can keep you confused about these things, he can keep you confused. Uh, in the dark as far as uh, as being oriented to God's grace for you and what God's doing today. Now, maybe you're listening to our study today, and, and you're not really a believer. Maybe you're saying, well, you know, uh, Brother Jordan, I'm not really uh, a, a saved person today. According to the polls that are made of, of Christian uh, radio stations and the audiences that listen to them, as many as 36 percent, that's 36 out of every 100 people that listen to Christian radio are not even professing believers. Now, many of those that are professing believers aren't really possessing believers, but uh, even if 36%, that's over a third. So I'm conscious of the fact that many people will be listening to what I'm saying today, and you're not really into Bible study. You're not really sure of your own sins being forgiven. You're not really sure of what you ought to believe. Well, I make no apologies about having a Bible study program. That's what this is. This program is geared for people that want to study the Word of God, that want to be serious students of God's Word. There are all kinds of other programs out there for other people. This program is, uh, is designed to study God's Word in detail and to get the profit out of God's Word the way God said to get it out. Now, if you're not sure of your own personal salvation, can I say to you that this is the kind of program you need to be listening to? Because there are some things, especially these issues, that Paul says don't be ignorant of. There are some, some areas that are clearly deficient in historic Christian doctrine and in the historic Christian tradition and in the historic Christian position. And, and the one we're going to look at today is one of them. So you could, you could kind of cut through religious tradition and denominational doctrines and the various philosophies of Christian camps and get right to the Bible. And if that's where you are today, saved or lost, that's where your mind needs to focus. If you're not a saved person, you don't know for sure that your sins are forgiven, that that you have a home in heaven as a free gift from God, and that salvation is yours. Eternal life is a present possession that you have. You need to get in the Word of God. You listen at the end of the program. I'll give you a phone number to call and address to write, and we'll, we'll be glad to send you information to, about the specific things that are on your mind. But you listen as we study, and you'll see that God's Word does make sense and does lay out, not the confusion that you see in Christendom. Everybody's saying they believe the Bible, preach the Bible, and go by the Bible, and yet teaching a myriad uh, of different things. But you'll see there is one clear, consistent message about God's wonderful grace in the Word of God, and you can believe it. And if you're a believer, can I say to you that these six areas of, of instruction are vital for your spiritual health? We looked at the first one last week in Romans chapter 1, verse 13. Today we're going to move on to Romans chapter 11, verse 25, where Paul Uh, has this second I would not have you to be ignorant statement, the second essential thing for you to understand. Romans 11 verse number 25, for I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Notice very clearly That this mystery has to do with Israel, the nation Israel, and the mystery program as revealed through the Apostle Paul. You know, my friend, you're never going to understand the Bible until you understand Israel and the mystery. And that verse, when it talks about, I don't want you to be ignorant about this mystery, that blindness in part has happened to Israel, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Paul said, I don't want you to misunderstand what is going on with the nation Israel during the dispensation of grace. Now, can I say to you that this, this mystery, th- th- this issue here of Israel in a mystery, and Paul's statement that we should not be ignorant of it, that statement clearly demonstrates a basic deficiency of the so-called historic Christian position. Now you'll hear folks uh, uh, defending their doctrine by referring to the historic Christian position, and that well, here's a doctrine that hasn't been historically taught through the ages by uh, by the church and so forth. And yet, this verse right here is, is is an issue that when you look at it, you immediately say this this issue of Israel and the mystery is completely missing. From the so-called historic Christian tradition, you take a, a book of systematic theology, for example. I have them on my library shelf. Systematic theologians, they, they, they've, they've gathered together the, the, uh, the understanding that, that has been developed of God and salvation and what God's doing. And you look in a systematic theology book, there'll be, there'll be uh, chapters on, uh, on theology, that is the study of God, on angelology, the study of the angels in the spirit world. There'll be studies on anthropology, on man, and, and what man's situation is. There'll be studies on soteriology, or salvation, and how that outworks. There'll be studies on eschatology, the study of last things, on ecclesiology, the study of the church. But you know, in all those ologies, in every systematic theology book I've ever looked at, and I've been, I've been saved this year 40 years, and I've been studying the Bible for 40 years, and I've been looking at systematic theology books for about 38 of those 40 years, and I go to, I, you know, I, I preach in a lot of places all across the country and, and, I, and around the world. And when I'm in a preacher's home, I go to his study, and I'm looking at his books. That's sort of, you know, that's just the corn of, of life that I travel in. And I'm, I'm familiar with what's in systematic theology books. And if you doubt me, you go look yourself. And if you are familiar, you know there's one category that isn't, that's never listed, and that's what I guess you could call Israelology. You'll get theology and angelology and anthropology and and soteriology and ecclesiology and eschatology, but there won't be any Israelology. Paul said, I don't want you to be ignorant of Israel and the mystery. I don't want you to be ignorant of where the nation Israel is and what's happened to her and why it is that God is no longer dealing with through her in the dispensation of grace. In fact, that is such an important issue to the Apostle Paul that in the book of Romans, he dedicates three whole chapters to that issue, chapters 9, 10, and 11. And just as we saw last week and the week before, in Romans chapter 1, verse 13, when Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant of my Gentile apostleship and authority for edification, he doesn't mention that until he gets well into a discussion of it. He's 13 verses in, into talking about his apostleship and, and introducing things before he mentions it. So it is in Romans 11.25. He's been discussing Israel for two and a half chapters before he ever says this. It's something that, that, that is is extremely important, important for him to dedicate three whole chapters. In fact, the book of Romans, just to review with you for a moment, is in four sections. There are four foundation principles of grace to which you need to be oriented. And chapter 1 to 5, justification by grace through faith, alone in Christ alone. Chapter 6, 7, and 8 is the issue of sanctification by grace in our identification with Christ and the new identity that we have in him, where we're free from sin, free from the law, and empowered by the Spirit of God. And then, how you've been equipped to live on planet Earth for the glory of God. And then Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11, he deals with the dispensation of grace and how the nation Israel's status has been changed during the dispensation of grace. And you'll notice he says, blindness in part has happened to Israel. That's what he's been saying to you in chapter 11 here, that verse 11, that through the fall of Israel, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Not Israel's rise to kingdom glory, but through her fall. Not through the fulfilling of, her prop, of, of of the promises of her prophets and the covenants that God made with their fathers, but through their fall. And then he says, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. You see, the heart of the mystery has to do with the fact that God has set the nation Israel aside and is now f- forming the fullness of the Gentiles. He's filling up another agency of people with Gentiles, who then, it's called the church, the body of Christ, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. That fullness of the Gentiles—that's an interesting expression. Um, the idea the, the, the term "their fullness" back in verse twelve is identified and defined for you as as salvation. If the fall of Israel be the the riches of the world, and the diminishing of them the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? How much more their they're coming to a fulfillment of their promises and their and their program of their salvation. Well, the fullness of the Gentiles, God is forming. He set the nation Israel aside in their blindness, and their unbelief, and is now forming another agency, the church, the body of Christ. And he's filling it up with people from any nation, Jew, Gentile, bond or free, anyone can come. The ground is level today at the foot of the cross, and anyone can come and become a member of the church, the body of Christ, get a new identity in Christ, be a part of the new creation that God is making, the new creature in Christ Jesus. And God is doing that because this new agency, the body of Christ, is going to fill up some positions that he uh, of government in the ages to come that the nation is, Israel won't be able to accomplish. Now, what God's doing today is until... He's changed, he set Israel, the nation Israel aside until the fullness of the Gentiles become it. In other words, God isn't through with Israel. And that's the major blunder. That's the major mistake. That's the major uh, deficiency of the historic Christian position and, and doctrine and scholarship. They forgot that God isn't through with Israel. That's why verse 26 says, And so, that is when the current dispensation of grace is over with, all Israel shall be saved as it is written. For this is my covenant with them, when I shall take away their sins. You see, God gave to the nation Israel a wonderful, privileged position. Paul started out, Romans chapter 9, with that issue. He says about Israel in Romans, chapter 9, verse number 4, Who are Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption, and the glory, and the covenants, and the giving of the law, and the service of God, and the promises? Whose are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all, God blessed forever? Amen. God had given to the nation Israel all through your Bible, this wonderful position of being the agency through whom he worked in the earth. God promised Adam and Eve that, that or he warned Satan, in fact, in Genesis 3.15, that the seed of the woman would come and provide redemption from, Satan, from, from captivity to Satan's uh, rebellious program. The seed of the woman became the seed of Abraham, became the nation Israel. And that seed of Abraham, the the nation Israel, the promises that he made unto the fathers, he, he spoke it by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. And Paul says Israel is going to be saved just like the prophets said they would be because this is my covenant with them. Now today, in the dispensation of the grace, the nation Israel has been set aside. God has interrupted his program and purpose with the nation Israel. He suspended his dealings with the nation Israel and held that, that program back through the fall of Israel. Not Israel's rise into her promised blessings, but by God setting her aside. He's formed another agency, the body of Christ. Verse 28 of Romans 11 says, As concerning the gospel, they, Israel, are enemies for your sakes, but as touching the election They're beloved for the Father's sake, for the gifts and calling of God, or without repentance. God's purpose for the nation Israel hasn't been canceled, hasn't been done away with, hasn't been transferred to you and me today. As members of the body of Christ, it's simply been postponed. He simply interrupted that purpose temporarily, postponed carrying out Israel's program in order to do something else, something that he never told anybody he would do. Paul calls that th- this mystery. Romans sixteen twenty five he talks about the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest. You see that great contrast between what Peter talks about in Acts three twenty one, and if you if you wanna if you want to get a blessing out of God's word that'll last forever, you write down Acts three twenty one and Romans sixteen twenty five and twenty six. Romans 3, Acts 3.21 and Romans 16.25, and you put those two verses beside each other in your Bible and look at the distinction, the division, and you rightly divide God's Word. You let God's Word be the authority for you. In Acts 3.21, Peter, speaking about and talking about what he's doing and preaching in the early Acts period, he talks about that which is spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets since the world began. Since God put Adam on the earth, he'd been talking about revealing, making known a purpose and a plan in the earth, and that purpose and plan focused on a kingdom that is vested in the nation Israel, and Peter's preaching about that. Now, you compare that, God's program of Israel, with his program for the body of Christ, the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest. Friend, something that was made known since the world began, spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets, and something that's kept secret since the world began, well, they're not the same. They're different. And Paul says you need to understand God's program with the nation Israel and God's program for the body of Christ, and you need to understand that God isn't through with the nation Israel, that what what's going on today is not the fulfilling of the prophetic program. Today, the nation of Israel, well, he says they're fallen. He says they're enemies uh, for your sakes. That is, they they're not. They, they don't have this privileged status before God any longer in the dispensation of grace. But God will, when the dispensation of grace is over, the body of Christ is completed, God will return and fulfill his promises made to the nation of Israel. In fact, Jeremiah 31 is very clear. Jeremiah 31, 35, he says that to get rid of Israel, you'd have to destroy the whole universe. Because the nation Israel, God's purpose in forming that nation had to do with his purpose in the ordinances of the heavens and the earth, in establishing the universe. It's that closely tied to what God's doing. Well, you need to understand what God's program for the nation Israel is, what his program for us is. So that you can know where you stand in the purpose and program of God. You'll never understand your Bible until you understand Israel and the mystery. Let me give you a free Bible study tape that'll help you. The tape's entitled, The World's Most Dangerous Doctrine. You need to know the differences, what what the differences between Israel and the mystery are, so you can know where you stand in the program of God, who you really are. Next week we'll see Why this mystery is so important? Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant, lest you be wise in your own conceits, lest you think you're somebody that you're not. And my friend, the great deficiency of of Christianity for 2,000 years has been a failure to rightly divide God's Word and to see clearly our identity as members of the church, the body of Christ. Let me give you this free Bible study tape, The World's Most Dangerous Doctrine. It'll help you to get your feet grounded in truth that God desires for you to have and to know and to understand. To receive your free copy, simply call me here at our toll-free number 888-535-2300. That's 888-535-2300. Or, of course, you can write me here at the at, at the Riches of Grace. Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois 60108. That's the riches of grace. Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois 60108. My friend, we also want you to know about Grace School of the Bible because we have a we have a rather uniquely designed three-year Bible Institute program available on an extension basis. Our school is is unique in in several ways. First, we we follow the Pauline design for the edification of the believer in our curriculum. Rather rather than patterning our curriculum after the standard systematic theologies that are uh, used by most Bible institutes and Bible schools and seminaries, we, we follow a clearly designed outline and pattern for edification that's found in Paul's epistles. And what that does is it allows students to grow to maturity uh, the Pauline way and, and to quickly be prepared for the ministry that the Lord has for them. Another, another uniqueness of, of Grace School of the Bible is that it's offered on an extension basis through the use of, of video. In other words, we, we send the school to you rather than requiring you to come to us. And what that does is allows you to enjoy the regular sound Bible teaching and edification in the comfort and convenience of your own home and to fit it into your own scheduling demands and the and the ministry that perhaps you already have where you are. If you are or you have ever desired to be a serious student of God's Word, why not call us today for a free catalog? That number again is 888-535-2300. And let me also say thanks to those who are helping us to keep this program on this station. This is uh, genuinely listener-supported radio, and I hope you're encouraged to know that there are folks in your area who love the Word of God rightly divided and who rejoice in the message of grace and the joy of the grace life. My friend, if you don't have a fellowship to attend this week, where the message of grace is taught from the rightly divided word and the grace life is clearly proclaimed, call me, and we'll put you in touch with a group in your area where you can find that fellowship and encouragement. Our number again is 888-535-2300. Or, of course, you can write me at any time at The Richest of Grace, Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois, 60108. And friend, if you're still not sure of salvation, that your sins are forgiven, and that you have eternal life as a present possession, be sure to let us know, and we'll be happy to send you some gospel literature that will make the way plain. That number again is 888-535-2300. Thanks for joining us today, and until we meet again this same time and place next week, Maranatha to leave